You're listening to a BGE podcast. My name is Chris Peltz, and this is my story. If there was one thing that was consistent in my life, it was change. And change is something that uh, I went through a lot of, and it just seems like it never, never ends. It never stops. Sometimes change can be a good thing, and sometimes it can be a frustrating thing as well. And sometimes you're wanting change, and you, you just don't know exactly what you want to change or what exactly is really needed as far as change is concerned. And that's kind of where I found myself. I knew that I was in a state in my life that uh, I wasn't real happy, wasn't happy with where things were going. I mean, there were some great things happening. I mean, I, I'd gotten a guide dog and, and the way I was feeling about myself in public was so much better. I had so much more independence, freedom. I mean, there was a lot of great things that was happening for me in my life at that time. But there was still something missing. And I couldn't quite figure out what it was. What I was looking for, what I was wanting or needing in my life. And it, it was taking its toll. It really was. I thought maybe it was just you know, a job or a relationship. But even at that, with going out and hanging out with my friends and going out to parties or doing whatever it was on, on the weekends, even if we were having a good time, I always felt like, you know, this, this, there's got to be more to life than this. There's got to be more for me than what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with right now. Something else, something's got to give. And I started looking for work. College really wasn't cutting it out for me. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't motivated at the time to continue in school. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try and find a job. And, and I did, I've, I found a, a few jobs here and there and they just really weren't working out. It was difficult being visually impaired and trying to work and had a friend who said he was getting ready to start a new job that he'd gone to this temporary agency that was uh, hiring for various types of job skills or lack of job skills and whatever the case may be. I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try and find work. I, I need a new job. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to call up there and see if, you know, if there's a way I can have help filling out an application. And so I called up there and this young lady answered the phone and I told her, you know, I'd like to come and fill out an application, but this is my situation. I would need some help. And uh, she said, all right, we scheduled a time for me to come up there. And so I went up there and I walked in and had my guide dog, Bubba, next to me. And that 
day changed my life forever. <laughs> it, and it, it, it began then, let me put it that way. As some of you may know from listening to prior episodes when we had my wife on the podcast a month or two ago, we went through how we met and this was it. This is when I met my wife. She actually helped me fill out an application and and hired me for work. But I only I was only able to work one day because I asked her to go out. And uh, she was willing to go out on a date and but she couldn't date associates, so I couldn't work anymore there. And so uh, I had to go find a job somewhere else, which I was able to do. But what happened at that time was pretty interesting because there were a lot of other things that were changing in my life. I knew that the way I had been living, things I had been doing, not only were they just, they, they weren't right, they weren't sustainable, they, they weren't going to bring me joy. And even if there was some type of joy that was had, it was certainly short-lived and wasn't the true source of joy in my life. My wife, Michelle, helped me see some of that. She helped me to realize that there are people out there that uh, can love you unconditionally, can love you uh, in, in a way that looks past and, and doesn't see disability or impairments, but looks at you for your personality, for uh, you know just the joy of being with you and around you. But something else took place at that time as well. I started going to church. And I started hearing things that I thought, this is, this is interesting because I'd actually avoided going to church for a long time. And I'd visited around here and there, but I looked at it as being full of hypocrites, as something that, you know, people would go to to make them feel better about themselves. But at the end of the day, when they would leave, they were out doing things either just like I was doing or even worse than what I was doing. And I thought, you know, why, why would I go, you know, there, you know, for, you know, to say I'm better than I am or, or I just couldn't, I don't know, something just wasn't right about it. Well, Michelle had asked me, come, come to church with me. So I went with her. And the day that I went, the preacher was preaching on, of all things, hypocrisy. And that got my attention. I really listened and I paid attention to what was being said and some points that were made. And, and, I, and I really started looking at and examining myself in my life, the decisions that I had made, the decisions I wanted to make, and how that was not only going to affect me moving forward, but, you know, how was that going to bring me joy or would it even bring me joy? And how was I going to compare myself to those around me? In fact, I found out that's not what I should be doing at all. And that was part of my problem. I was always trying to compare myself with others. I was trying to, 
you know, think about what I was doing and how I was doing it and, and whether I was doing something better than someone else, worse than someone else. And I, I wanted to be true to myself, first of all. I wanted to be known for, for who I am and not putting on a front, not fake, not something that I wasn't. I just wanted to be genuine in who I was and, and what I believed and, and what I practiced and how I lived. And as I studied the Bible and as I started to really listen to some of the preaching and teaching that was taking place, I, I found out that that's possible, that while we may not be perfect, we may make mistakes, it, it was, there was a joy and a peace and a hope that made life so much better than anything this world was offering. Now, like I said, change was something that, that took place a lot. I got another job. I started working for a heating and air company, uh, making phone calls, doing some collections, which I was familiar with, and also figuring out and, and scheduling appointments for folks who needed to get uh, duct work sealed up and uh, cleaned out and things like that. And not only that, I asked Michelle to marry me. We got engaged, and not long after that, we're married. As soon as we get married, I actually end up losing my job, and more change <laughs> begins to take place. We moved from Springfield, Missouri to Kansas City, and she's still in college, and uh, we get to Kansas City, and I start looking for work up there and got uh, just kind of bounced around from one job to another until finally I got a job with the U.S. Department of Agriculture as a contractor, and, and things, were, things were really going well. My wife graduated college. We had our first child. And she was working, Michelle was working uh, at a daycare, and, and, uh, and we bought a home. I mean, things were just really going well as far as the world is concerned. But there was still something nagging at me, still something that just didn't seemed like it was fitting. Something just wasn't complete in my life. Well, I met a preacher where the church we were going, and we got together several nights during the week, and we would work on cars and trucks, and we, re we rebuilt a transmission, an old pickup that he had, and uh, we, we did a lot of things together. and had a lot of fun. We built some privacy fences. We we just, you just got busy, just did things. It, it was really nice, really, you know, it was awesome. We built a great relationship. But all the time we're out doing something, we're always talking about the Bible, always talking about God's Word. One day he asked me if I wanted to uh, teach a class. And so I started teaching a Bible class. And then he said, hey, why don't you uh, do an invitation on a Wednesday night? So I said, all right, yeah, I, well, if you'll help me get something together, we'll, we'll do that. So while we're working on, you know, a, a study and, and trying to get a little small talk together, I get a call from my boss 
uh, who owned the contracting agency with the U.S. Department of Agriculture that I was working with. And he said, we have a job opening in Austin, Texas, and I want you to come down here and apply and do an interview with me uh, in our main offices. I think they, the company was called Peak Performers. So they actually flew my wife and I and our young son down to uh, Austin, Texas, and they kind of schmoozed us a little bit, showed us around Lake Travis area, and showed us houses that were for sale, and took us to the office, and we sit around and, and talked, and kind of seemed like kind of informal. I was waiting for a formal interview, and really that, you know, what he was doing was just, you know, filling everything out and talking to me about about work and the job at hand that they were going to be hiring for. And uh, after that weekend, we went back home and he said, you know, if, if you want the job, it's going to be, it'll be open in about two months. And this was in February. And so end of April, 1st of May, he said, you know, it'll, it'll, the, the job will come open and I want you to take it and move your family to Austin, Texas. And that was pretty exciting. I mean, it was a, a huge step up from where I was at. Rather than being a contractor working at a government agency, uh, you know, I'd be actually working for the contracting company itself and interviewing and hiring people for the positions that I was in. And uh, and it, it was it was definitely exciting, a huge promotion. And uh, in the meantime, you know, my wife and I are kind of excited. We're talking about this and looking forward to you know, what's going to happen when we get down to Texas. And I start working on this invitation and it starts getting longer and longer and longer. And pretty soon the preacher there says, you've got a sermon. You don't have an invitation. I was like, well, I'm not going to preach a sermon. I, I, I can't do that. Well, we were going to be traveling down to visit my in-laws at the beginning of April and my father-in-law says, hey, if you want to preach for us, go ahead. Come on down and preach for us one that Sunday. It's like, well, I've got this lesson together. It's definitely more than the invitation, so all right, I will. And so we get down to Marshfield, Missouri, and go into the Brentwood Church of Christ. And that morning I get up and I preach the lesson that I had prepared. <laughs> I burned through it too, man. It was uh, you know, you're practicing and it's taking you 30, 40 minutes. You get up there and you, it's like you're speed reading or something. And it took me about 15 minutes, you know, to preach that lesson. But when I was done, we went outside of the building and I said, I got in the car, the passenger seat, Michelle got in the car and I, I looked at Michelle and I said, Michelle, I know what I want to do now. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? I said, I want to preach. I just, I, I don't know that I can't preach. I mean, here we are a, a month or, you know, a month and a half away from a possible move to Austin. And I'm, I'm telling my wife, you know what? I want to quit my job altogether and I want to start preaching. This is, this is a fire that's burning in me. I, I, I just can't. I, I don't think I can do anything else. This is all I want to do. I've never felt that way about anything, but I knew that's what I was going to do. And she said, okay, if that's what you want to do, then that's what we'll do. 
from that time on, we started looking and talking to local churches, other preachers, and September of 1999, we moved to Louisville, Kentucky, and I started preaching full-time with the Taylorsville Road Church of Christ. And while a lot of things have continued to change, that's one thing that has not changed. Since that day, I've been preaching and teaching, and the Lord's been with me and blessing me through all the other changes in my life. The Lord has been consistent, and He always will be. I've fallen short a few times, but He was always there to receive me back. As much as change can sometimes be a terrifying thing, sometimes it's an exciting thing, and it's exactly what we need.